On today's episode, we're going to unpack Disney's Port Orleans Resort, the French Quarters. Let's head to the bayou, let's get some spicy food, and let's unpack this thing. This is episode 67 of the Off the Monorails podcast. to the show this is the off the monorails podcast i am your host jordan joined today as usual by my two lovely fellow co-hosts justin and ryan fellas it's been a while how are we doing doing well uh getting well within the baseball season so kind of you know the ball game's going on right now as we record so <laughs> got it going on behind me so it's kind of distracting focused. a little bit but yeah <laughs> uh yeah other than that just uh the usual you know work come home have your off days and uh spend some time with the family how's it been going for you guys uh the humdrum of the week just um <laughs> really going through the rigors of um trying to get another disney trip uh planned out but yeah much to no avail so far for me yeah well i'm sure we'll come through you know it's perseverance yeah. right <laughs> yeah gotta keep digging yeah and I mean, it's even more come uh, to the forefront, you know, school's literally almost out. We've got another, about another week mm-hmm. or so, and, and the kids are going to be itching to do more things. And so, you know, that means prime time Disney. Yeah. You know, that's more trips under our belt. Uh, and, you know, with the summer months, you know, it, it may mean more time at the resorts. You know, we love to spend our resort time as well as the parks. So it will be uh, doing a lot of that. Uh, I know Ryan will be, trying to get some bookings done through our friends over at uh, dvcrentalstore.com. They've always got a good selection of uh, DVC points to rent, a wide variety of options, points uh, galore for anyone looking to uh, rent some points and stay on property and save some money. So go check our friends out. They are in the episode description down below. Might as well just go ahead and mention them. Uh, But yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun summer. It's gonna be a fun summer. Yeah, sneak in a couple of visits to the water parks as well. That'd be uh, oh yeah, fun. You know, everything's all renovated and freshly painted uh, between the last couple of years. So both water parks are ready for action. Do we? Th- when do we think Blizzard Beach is gonna open again? Though they just, they just, they you know, they closed it recently about you know a few weeks. It's been a few weeks, almost a month now. Wouldn't I'd like to see that thing open again? So both of them are really going, and especially for the summer. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's. That around that time we need it they just closed it right like they closed it for like a year and then they reopened it while uh typhoon lagoon was closed yeah it was closed for a while during the pandemic yeah and they installed the uh they installed all the new like frozen elements mm-hmm. you know with all the snowball men and all that jazz and and then after uh it maybe it was open three four months and then uh as soon as basically as soon as typhoon lagoon reopened then Blizzard Beach closed again. It was like for renovations. Like, what's going on with that? I don't know. I, I'd like to, I'd like for it to reopen uh, because retheming question mark. It, I mean, you had that <laughs> chance. They had that chance. I agree. <laughs> I don't know. I but I have a feeling they're they're going to be at capacity at Typhoon Lagoon and uh, throughout the summer. So we're going to need that overflow and that that second water park open. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be a hot one. Uh, I mean, they've got the, and they've got the uh, the special night events going on. The yeah, the that's parties, all that H two O nights over at Typhoon Lagoon. So the DVC night uh, stuff yeah. is coming back too. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a good day. It's it's a good day to visit the water park uh, during the summers. Uh, me and Ryan have taken our kids a uh, couple times, and uh, it was a great time. <laughs> great. Uh, great atmosphere, no clear water, Beach, right? Yeah, I've been yeah. to both. Actually. Oh, you have been to both. See, I haven't been to either one yet. I'm yeah. Um, I still think Blizzard Beach is my favorite, though. Yeah, okay. Just that slight edge uh, could be the theming. I'm I'm a lazy river like guru, so like okay. Blizzard Beach has a really good one. Typhoon Lagoons is that 
bad, but yeah. Blizzard Beach is as bad. Man, I'll tell you, as a as a kid, more so as we got into teen years, you know, back in the day, we used to get the you know the 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 pamphlet and the mailers, and even sometimes as we advanced, we got those little mailer uh, videos and DVDs uh, for like the Disney you know parks and things oh, like that yeah. and plant vacation planning packages, and Blizzard Beach was always like on the cover of the summer distribution for those. And it was like my dream to go to Blizzard Beach. I loved the idea of going to Blizzard Beach. And it's funny. It's, I mean, all these years later, I still haven't been. And so it's a big, uh, it's, that's a, a little childhood dream inside of me waiting to, uh, waiting for the opportunity. So yeah, maybe we should, um, I think once those, once uh, Blizzard Beach reopens too, I think maybe we should dive in a, a little bit more into those because I, I think they're not talked about enough. Uh, when you think about Disney World and everyone talking about Disney World and trip planning and things like that, and uh, I, you just don't see that much coverage of the of the water parks. And I think our you know the audience you know would like that. Yeah, we dial up our buddy Ryan from uh, For the Love of Theme Parks to see if he's wanting to go down that shoot again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plummet's, uh, was it Plummet Summit? Uh, Summit, he, Plummet or something like Yeah, he's a spine uh, remover. Yeah, he wasn't a fan. He wasn't a fan, that's for sure. I'm staying away from it. I've already got a bad back, so yeah. nope. <laughs> I'll watch. Now, late, lazy River, let the kiddos play and uh, have a good time. That's where I'm at. Lots of shade are at these water parks, too. Underrated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll eat me a Sam Pale Sunday. Just chill out. <laughs> oh, now yeah. Now those look delicious. They're great. Yeah. Take me now, Jesus. Because mm-hmm. that's oh, a diabetic man. coma waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, sp- speaking of uh, speaking of summer trips and trip planning, you know we we have this little resort series that we've started on our uh, show that we dive into here too. Yeah. It's been a really good one. Uh, people seem to enjoy them and uh, we like making them. It, it's, it gives us a chance to uh, reflect on our personal experiences and bring some of that personal flair and touch to the resorts uh, side of things. So when people are looking to plan uh, their stays and their next vacations, uh, you know, maybe hopefully this helps you, you know, decide, maybe on where or where not to spend your money, right? Spend your hard-earned money. You want to stay at a at a Disney resort if you want to stay on property. That feels worth it, right? And so we're going to continue that resort series today uh, with our next one up in the moderate resort category for us, which is Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. Uh, you know, if we've, we've covered all the values so far. We've covered a lot of the moderates so far as well. So this is next up on the list. Uh, but before we get to that subject, we, of course, want to take the opportunity to tell you to go follow us on all the socials at Off the Monorails. Instagram is the big one. TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. We're pretty much everywhere. Just go at Off the Monorails. You'll find us. Hopefully you'll love us. And uh, yeah, we, we're throwing different things out there. Uh, some some platforms get exclusive type of content as well. So you're not going to get the same stuff everywhere. So make sure that you, you know, go back and forth between and see what you're, uh, see what we're up to amongst all of those. And we also have a Patreon set up for uh, additional exclusive content. If you oh. are looking to help support the, uh, the podcast show and, uh, helping keep the lights on around here, keeping the wheels rolling. So uh, that is an option available to you as well. If you are interested by visiting our website off the for more information. Yeah. Links also in the episode description for that. Of course you get some great content along with that, some very exclusive things on there as well. So yeah, feel free. Come, uh, come join the party over on the Patreon and, and it's a, uh, yeah, just building a little community and have some fun with, with everyone there. And, You'll get access to our Discord, all that jazz. So uh, come on and have some fun with us there. Uh, but go check out the socials and uh, go support us there. Subscribe to us. Uh, especially get all the free you, stuff done first. Yeah, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're having a lot of fun on YouTube and trying some new things on there as well. So uh, go check that out. Subscribe to the channel uh, as we continue to post and evolve all of our involvement on each of those platforms. So um Justin's also said it previously, but go check out offthemonorails.com. That's our website. And not only are you going to have all the detailed information about our Patreon and other things like that, we also have our blog, which covers um, a number of 
topics, including tips and tricks. Uh, we cover some dining reviews. Uh, so we do a lot of different things on there. Use it as a, uh, you know, a little bit of a reference point, uh, a guide, if you will, uh, to, you know, planning your next trip. And hopefully it helps you, um, you know, kind of maybe earmark some things that you'd like to do. Or even if you'd like, your, you know, if you're just in the park and you uh, want to know where the best bathrooms are at each park. Well, we've already ranked them for you. And uh, you can go listen to our uh, very old episode, episode five, where we ranked all those. But we typed up a nice uh, it's nice still relevant well, <laughs> uh, to go. And this, you just have a little written format there for you to bookmark as you're uh, on your way to the parks. Uh, but yeah, also on the website is the shop. And Ryan, you want to tell the lovely people where they can find on that shop? They can find a lot of things that we need them to buy. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we got T-shirts and uh, hats, bags, cups, but mainly let's focus here on the T-shirts because <laughs> we cover everything from your favorite food items to um, some of your more popular icons amongst festivals or park-specific locations. Um, man, we... we We've covered everything, and we're going to continue covering even more as we get more ideas. Yes. Um, yep. the, the Body by Poutine by far has been my most complimentary shirt that I have worn of ours so far in the parks, and the people in the cast members absolutely love it. But, um, yeah, we got some great hat designs, too. Um, Jordan has pushed out a few new designs with our um, slightly updated look now. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of settling into an updated look, and... Um, we got some other things and some accessories and bags. Um, just make sure you get to that $99 mark and you can get yourself some free shipping because uh, there's some great stuff in there and you've got to save a little bit of money. Yeah, absolutely. And summer is approaching, right? And we all remember the summer time. We all remember going to summer camp a time or two. Remember the summer vibes. So be on the lookout very soon for some pieces in the merch collection that may remind you of uh, some summertime during your childhood. We're just going to say that. Just follow us on the socials. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Follow us on the socials at off the monorails. So before we kick off uh, diving into Port Orleans, French Quarter, we want to remind you that we do have other episodes available covering the value resorts as well as other moderate resorts uh, available in our catalog. So just go back and check out uh, past episodes that detail it in our resort series uh, for more information on all of those uh, that we have already covered. Uh, but gentlemen, without further ado, let's dive in to the beignets, <laughs> the Cajun <laughs> cuisine, the homeland here at French Quarter. Yeah. Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. Uh, we are debuting this episode literally two days after the anniversary of its opening. Happy uh, birthday to <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, it opened on May 17th, 1991. How old would that make it, Justin? Uh, that would make it one year younger than Ryan. Way to date me, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> that place so is what old. we're talking, what we're talking, 34, 33, 32. 32? Sorry. Maths. The maths are mathing today. I was putting them to the test to see how long. It took. <laughs> so, thirty-two years old. It's not a bad resort for thirty-two years. I'll say that. Uh, so, for those of you that don't know anything about Port Orleans Resorts and French Quarter, uh, Port Orleans was a was once formerly one resort that was eventually split into two. Uh, so Port Orleans French Quarter uh, was a piece of that puzzle. Uh, it features just over a thousand uh, rooms. So it's one of the smaller moderate resorts and especially considerably smaller than its sister resort, Port Orleans Riverside, which uh, is right next door along the Sasagula River. So uh, this, of course, has a theme of New Orleans French Quarter. So hence the name, right? And they um, nail it. And it really is, you know, you've got some details of all the, the architecture, right? The buildings themselves, um, the, you know, the, the pinks, the blues, the wrought iron, yeah, the wrought iron specifically, the shutter the street windows, signs, 
yes, the, the lampposts, you know, yep. you got those old fashioned iron lampposts. Uh, it just, it really goes incredibly well, fits, you know, the theme of New Orleans. You also have the store facades and the food uh, court facades that also yeah. heavily are themed and remind you a ton of downtown New Orleans as well. So uh, they did a bang up job with this. Yeah. Uh, and they got the magnolia trees and the big old heritage oak trees. Like it just, it reminds you Man. of like deep South, like just, mm -hmm landscape too yeah yeah and you know their their lobby area the the area of those buildings where it's a collective of the the lobby and the foyer um mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. you know, the sky cat lounge and that that sort you know stems right off of that um it's like this old style mint right where it's like this uh this old-fashioned like bank teller style windows and like mm -hmm. this this it's really it's really different compared to some of the other resorts. And this is one of those that in my opinion is very thematic to the, yeah. to the style of what it's a, of the area. You know, we, on one of our other resort series episodes um, for Coronado Springs resort, I think these, those two resorts based on theming of the area are probably the top two of what they represent, of the areas that they represent. I can agree with that. When you consider that everything is surrounding them, not only the, not only the, you know, the buildings themselves and, but it's like that, that, that hidden theming that you, you know, you don't really think of, you know, like the all stars and their theming, right. It's that over the top. It's like, wow, in your face, quote unquote theming, where this is just like, Oh, you just feel like you're walking through a new town, and yeah. that's what it's supposed to feel like, right? If it's supposed to feel like you're transported to New Orleans, yeah. There's nothing outlandish, so you don't have like the big uh, sculptures and uh, you know big character uh, uh, creations. Right. You're not gonna have that here. You're gonna have just the the visual landscaping, just bird's eye view of a new town like Jordan's saying and uh you're gonna see some characters here and there but they're not like mm -hmm. outlandishly like the 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 main attraction right as you would see in like the value resorts yeah it's not uh, over the top by any yeah means. it's not over the top at all yeah the um, only the only like big character that that i know of there is uh with like neptune riding the large serpent in right, the in blue the lagoon other yeah. than that i mean that's the only thing yeah. And that's, I mean, that goes back towards like to pay homage to like the folklore of, you know, of that area. Right. Of, uh, so it's other than that, it, yeah, it's in which I, I am kind of shocked still that that even exists. It, it is definitely a, um, a very like standout nuance of that resort. Right. Like, I don't, I don't mean to jump to the pool area uh, because that's not normally how we do these episodes. Uh, we'll right. go through and, and highlight the the resort itself and the theme and the history, and, and, the yeah. history and, and then the rooms and so on. But while we're on it, let's just go ahead and talk about the pool because it is like the most different area of this resort and it's very small footprint uh, than the rest of it, right? Like, because it does feel, like I mentioned previously, it when you're walking through, it feels like you're walking through like a neighborhood in New Orleans. Yeah. But when you get to the pool area, which is just out, basically steps outside of that uh, lobby area, that mint area, it's completely different. Completely different. Right? It's the the alligators uh, playing all the trumpets and everything, all the instruments, as you kind of walk up towards that those iron gates that surround the pool area. And then... The pool area itself is just this giant serpent going through these rocks, essentially, with Neptune uh, on it. It's just, uh, it's, it's stand out. It's very unique feature, um, and so I don't know how much it actually fits or you know coincides with the resort itself as far as the other theming goes. Uh, but it is pretty cool. It's 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 cool to go swimming in there, and that and that slide's pretty awesome too. Um, but 
it's uh it's just a little it's just a little different you know um from from those that are just expecting to go and walk around and enjoy like a nice little garden area that uh you know through the streets of uh the french quarter uh but since this is a moderate resort, it follows most of the other moderates as far as the layout goes. Again, it is a very small footprint, um, and it does have the uh, three-story motel-style uh, buildings. Uh, so these are going to be exterior entry-only buildings, and that goes for all moderate resorts with the exception of those uh, tower rooms over at uh, Disney's Coronado Springs Resorts. Uh, but it is, like I mentioned, very compact in size um, yeah. compared to some of those others, which is an attractive piece. Mm-hmm. Think about it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so for um, for French Quarter, a lot of the rooms are going to be your two queen bed options, and then you have um, some select rooms that will have the one king bed and probably like a, a smaller uh, either day chair or like some sort of chase lounge. Um, but they all average to be around uh, just over 300 square feet. Um, and then they are, like Jordan said, they're a motel style entry. So they're, they're exterior entry. And um, I'm, I'm sure that some of these have like an adjoining option. If you have like larger parties where yep. you need two rooms connecting. Um, but there's uh, of course no balcony type access for these rooms since they are an exterior access room. Yeah. Speaking of the connecting rooms, uh, they actually have 462 of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a, quite a bit. Almost, almost half. half. Yeah, almost half yep. of them. Uh, it's pretty surprising. Yeah, and these are going to be your typical layout, right? You walk in um, to that like adjacent swinging door, and you're going to be greeted with a little you know, little tabletop, a couple chairs, two queen-size beds. You're going to have a dresser with a TV, a little, basically a little coffee station uh, alongside that. And then you're going to have that... Um, that walled or like curtained off uh, section of that vanity area where it's got that, you know, your double vanity sink uh, to get ready. And then uh, closed off in its own room will be your uh, commode and your shower and tub combination. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty good use in my opinion of, you know, the 300, you know, 300 plus square feet that these rooms are, it's typical, you know, we stayed in this same exact style room. Uh, the three of us, uh, when we stayed over at Riverside, uh, it's very, very similar. Uh, and if you stayed really at any two queen room at Disney, um, in, in the moderate or even value category, it's going to feel very similar um to to those yeah it's a the square footage is slightly larger than those in the value category but um it's 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 pretty good there the theming isn't over the top inside of these rooms either it's just in a nice elegant uh clean aesthetic so you're gonna have some good you know some good options in there some good amenities it to me it feels like a uh like an upscale wyndham resort like a like on the inside of the room itself it feels like just a a little bit like more of the upper scale yeah and you resort. The, you're gonna i think what you're what you're you know you have for the that, value yeah. right is you're you're gonna have there's a little bit of that french architecture t- um touches right right uh to that but it is very much a, but it's not uh, outlandish it's not cartoonish correct. it's correct. very straightforward clean uh, adult clean yep you know uh just what you would come to expect from like a nice hotel yeah you're gonna have those um those laminate uh vinyl floors so nice you know the, the beds are raised so you can store uh your luggage and under beds oh yeah those beds are beds are good can vouch <laughs> <laughs> and then these rooms also they'll give you the option to um have like the plus one child for like in a crib right yeah, like uh, yeah. With the, the four, the four typical regular guests, and then you you have the the option for the crib or whatever to have the fifth guest accompaniment. Yeah, you have plenty of space for a crib. They've got that that little space kind of. I'm going to say it's behind the door, right? It's the, behind yeah. the main door of the room. Yeah. Um, we you know when Grayson was was smaller, um, and he was in a crib, uh, that's where we placed that, and it was it was perfect placement for it. And another uh, option they offer out of the 1,008 total rooms, 
59 of them are offered with the single king bed version. So you have that available to you as well if you want to explore that option along with the two queen beds and then the added crib. Yeah. So that's the rooms. And like I said, it's it's not a large resort. So in my opinion, the the way the the layout of this resort happens to be, you're not very far from anything. Um, of course, there are some buildings that are closer to the bridge that will take you over to uh, over to Riverside, which you have some more food options there, some more entertainment options there. Of course, uh, you have another bar, uh, you've got another pool, uh, you've got some other activities you can go enjoy over there. So there are a couple of buildings further towards uh, that that side. Um, that can get you there quicker. Uh, but you're only talking a, a few minutes. I mean, we we walked between those two resorts, gentlemen, and it was maybe, what, a 20-minute a walk from, like, literally yeah. end to end of each resort? Yeah, yeah, well, 30 minutes on the way back on a full stomach. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were a little slower with that extra weight. 20 minutes, 20 minutes on the, uh, the empty load heading yeah. in. <laughs> so let's talk, about, let's talk about how people can get their, those uh, stomachs taken care of then because that's what we did, right? We went yeah. over to, uh, we went over to Sasakula Float Works and Food Factory uh, at, because it is a destination for, for some. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> indigenous cuisine. Yes. So um, we, we uh, went over there and it, it's, it's set up like a, a food court kind of style as, as a lot of these, um, a lot of these resorts are kind of geared towards now. Um, and so you can walk up to these different food stations and they have a variety of food options at each station, right. And specializing in, and a different variety of foods at each respectful location, but uh, it's open for um, for uh, lunch and for dinner, and uh, you can grab uh, different things from like pastas and pizzas. But you can also get the destination, you know, options, which are the Creole, you know, New Orleans signature dishes, gumbo, name it, jambalaya, I mean, uh, pot yeah, roast. Pot roast. They do like a roasted turkey. All kinds of different comfort foods like Southern cuisine. Um, yeah, oh, boys, we can't forget stuff. about that cornbread though. That cornbread. That cornbread was. If they ask you if you want cornbread along with your jambalaya yes. or whatever, you have having... a big ass portion, please. Yes, yes, your answer is yes. And this is legit, guys. Like, this is you know they had at um, Epcot. They had for the festival. They had the uh, they had the. What was it, the jambalaya or the gumbo? Which one was yeah, jambalaya? Yeah, the, the the gumbo with um the, yeah, the Uncle Ben's rice or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. America Pavilion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this that gumbo, you, you won't even need to taste the the. Don't waste your time. Just go to just go to French Quarter and get the gumbo. Over the here. real deal. It yeah. is insanely good, and the portion is gigantic. Uh, yeah, bang for your buck is served here. Yeah, it's um, it's really good. They just and they've got a, a ton of stuff, right? Um, I, I do want to mention they are not only just open for lunch and dinner; they are obviously open for breakfast as well. Um, but, but they uh, are known for yes. their lunch and dinner options. Yes, absolutely. Now, I don't want it to go under you know under the radar here. There was four big gentlemen that day. I was that about we to say the this. same thing that we we walked in there with some heavy. We walked hitters. away happy. Yeah, we walked away very satisfied. Well, we walked with scat cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. we filled up on beignets after that. Yeah, I digress. <laughs> yes. So that's our next stop on the food tour here. Uh, really, just down the hallway from uh, Sasagula Float Works and Food Factory is the Scat Cats uh, Club and Cafe. Uh, so in the cafe, you can find the signature Mickey beignets, uh, which are just delectable treats. It's, yep. Of course, must-haves if you stay signature here. of New Orleans cuisine. You can get them in uh, the groups of three. Uh, so you can get a three-pack. You can get a six-pack of those. And then they also have the uh, the specialty ones that come with crazy toppings. They do some seasonal things. And you can stuff get a little bottle of booze too. in them. Yeah. yeah. Some like horchata. You get, what was some of the other, uh, you get some Kahlua. Uh, they had a fireball. They had a fireball. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then they have like a red hots top one. Yeah. That was a fireball one. Day. Yeah. For Valentine's uh, Day. And then they do yeah. one, I think it's got rum in it too. Like a uh, rum banana yeah, or something. Yeah. It's popping around here, boys. But you got to get the the three dipping sauces, the chocolate and the strawberry <laughs> oh, and the oh, caramel. Yeah. They are ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. 
So that's, yeah, they're great. Uh, so you can pop in there. Of course, they got some coffees and things like that as well. So you can definitely jazz go music and enjoy in the that. Evening times yeah, too. and then the evening, right? So the club opens and then you've got live jazz music that's uh, done on Wednesday nights uh, through Saturday nights. Yeah. Uh, so you can go in there. There's a full bar in there. Um, so you get plenty of drinks. Uh, they got some uh, finger foods in there as well. So late night snacks, wings, flatbreads, that sort of thing. Good and drinking food. <laughs> and honestly, it, it needs to be specified too. This goes for Riverside as well. The nightlife is what sells Port Orleans. Yeah, as oh, a yeah. whole. Yeah, yeah, it Even is the pools. amazing. Yeah, I'd you know we kind of teased this a little bit in in our episode way back on the resort series when we when we were talking about Riverside was you know both of these resorts offer great nightlife and so if you're staying at either or i would i would absolutely make time for spending a night at each one so yeah. not don't exclusively stay to to french quarter if you're staying there take it take a night to go over and watch yeehaw bob or take in some other entertainment oh my gosh over yeehaw at bob. riverside or vice versa right if you're staying in riverside go over to scat cats club and go watch some jazz music and hang out and and it's just a good time. It's a really very, good time. So very good time. Very unique to the Disney property as well. You won't yeah. find this anywhere else on the Disney property like this. So you're not gonna you're gonna be hard pressed. No additional cost. Right. You're not gonna be you're gonna be hard pressed to find these ex, these type of experiences. I'm just gonna say like in the Orlando area in general, right? Yeah. yeah. Like these are unique experiences that even locals will come out and just for an evening of fun We've hang out here. Right. Out. So it's um yeah so it is a destination so make sure that you go and uh yeah support the musicians there and just yeah <laughs> just have a great time um so and if we happen to see you there then you know we'll uh, we'll, we'll let you we'll buy us a drink. drink with you yeah <laughs> we will let you without no obligation <laughs> but i do agree that as soon as that sun starts just tucking away for the night and then crickets get to chirping and the frogs get to croaking, that place becomes a whole different animal. It and, really is. You know, if you've, like, say, stayed at Caribbean Beach and maybe thought that there was maybe too much of, like, a, a kid and family atmosphere there and you want something that's a little more geared towards adults, this is where the Port Orleans nightlife kind of sets it apart. Yeah. This kind of does have like an adult space. It does. I'm not saying that kids aren't in there watching Yeehaw Bob at River Roost Lounge, but it just it's geared a little bit more towards adults in that area. It's a little quieter and it's yeah. just there's a lot more for adults. I do feel like this is both Riverside, but more so French Quarter is geared towards adults. Because yeah. it, it doesn't Agreed. have those family rooms. It doesn't have those larger fifth sleeper rooms. It's It doesn't have... It's not built for it. It's, it doesn't, it's really it, not. Yeah, we have... And we'll get into this, but it doesn't have quick access to the parks, right? Like, right. It's not, it's not geared for those family stays. And so, it, it yeah, it's... Even though we've I've taken my family there, uh, it's, it's a resort that... Um, it definitely has more things I feel like that it can, uh, you know, attract adults to go do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Speaking of some of those, another one of those things that adults like to do, uh, you can go over to Mardi Gras, which is the pool bar oh. there at, uh, at, uh, Port Orleans French quarter. And they've got some specialty drinks there, uh, that belong only to that, uh, facility. Uh, they got some sandwiches, salads and that sort of thing too, but that's a cool little setup they've got right there as well. Um, and that area around the pool is quite unique too, where, you know, it's got this like kind of iron fence, but it's got a nice little like courtyard area. You got cornhole and some other activities that they, uh, throw out there. So it's a good, just good destination to go and sit down and enjoy some vibes. Disney pool bars are so underrated. I mean, they really are. And, and as you get towards the, the moderate and deluxe classes of it, like you really realize just how special they are and, and different compared to just your normal, you know, run of the mill pool mm -hmm. bar. Yeah. It's, it's so good. So if you, if you stay at any of these moderate resorts, go visit the pool bar, go enjoy the time that you don't need to get, you know, drunk to have a good time here. You can have a drink, have, you know, cut up with some fellow, uh, folks there that are standing by and take your kids to the pool walk on by down there it's 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 so good man it's underrated gotta walk underrated. on by down there you know what i'm saying 
I need to buy Monday. Hey, Mo. About a year ago. <laughs> no, but like, also too, to me, the lobby for French Quarter, it's it's kind, of, you know, it's a little smaller, but mm-hmm. it's got a it's got a whole vibe of its own. And then the the gift shop too, it's got a pretty decent yeah. sized gift shop for how scaled down the resort itself is. And I know Justin and I, whenever we, you know, treasures. we were shopping yeah. around in there after we ate at uh, Sasagula Float Works. Yeah, that uh, we kind of went in there and bought the uh, the Port Orleans fishing shirts. Yeah, um, but I was very impressed with especially how many clothing items that yeah. that gift shop had for how small the whole well, lobby area is. They also had um, they also had the like Cafe Du Monde um, beignet mix. They had like some yep. like New Orleans centric oh, yeah. items as well. Yeah, yep. very cultural things, yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's a good it's a good little shop that's right there. Um, some other things uh, just around the corner, you've got that arcade. Uh, so if you like playing the arcades like we do from time to time, uh, you can go and hit those up. Uh, they do have um, a playground, so if you do, if you're there with your family uh, and you have the kids that want to go play on the playground, there is a, a play area uh, adjacent uh, to the uh, to the pool and the lobby. And then some of the other activities. Uh, this is a great hotel and resort area for runners or you know anyone looking yes. to get outside and just spend some time walking or uh, running. It's it's beautiful i mean just sat right along that sasagula river it's truly just it's one of the most walkable places in all of walt disney world i agree let's not forget gentlemen the third week of february every year for the past three years now we have mardi gras parades that go through and it is a hit yes i have been so jealous yeah, we just, not being down there. We just mentioned this. Uh, it was you know around Mardi Gras happening, mm-hmm. but you know we saw some the most recent parade this year. It was it looked amazing. It, the floats were incredible, and so yeah, it's this is on my list to to stay at during Mardi Gras. Uh, because, and again, no additional cost. Right, it's built in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, Give it a good authentic um you know version without having to travel and deal with uh the french quarter itself right yeah yeah and um also like you know one thing we haven't quite discussed yet with this resort which we've already hit on before when we talked about riverside and that's the fact that this entire resort system shares a bus loop so yep this entire resort system is on one route and you're at the mercy of what end of the route your your area is on. So if you're wanting to access parks that way, yes, you are completely at the mercy of a bus unless you drive yourself to the parks. But then also you have the um, the boats at, on the Sasagula River. Um, the one of those uh, landing areas is actually right beside the main swimming pool at French Quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, this gives you access to. Um, the other portion of uh, Port Orleans, which is Riverside, or it can take you all the way into Disney Springs, and that takes you past Saratoga and Old Key West. Yeah. You're connected to all these waterways, and um, it gives you a way to go visit some different resorts as well. But namely, maybe going to Disney Springs for an evening and catch some dinner and catch some live entertainment. And I think all of us will agree that if you had to find any kind of cons for the Port Orleans resort, you know, as a whole, it would be their transportation options. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, they are unique, right? Not, I mean, not, there's not a lot of Walt Disney world resorts that have that uh, water taxi system in place that can actually take you to other destinations like Disney Springs. Right. And, you know, for me and my family being able to go and take a boat over for, you know, for dinner, and then come back to the resort and not having to load the kids up into the car and the car seats and deal with the stroller yeah. and all like just literally just go onto the boat and then take a short walk. Uh, Cause you land right there almost by uh, right behind rainforest cafe at Disney Springs mm-hmm. and you can go and, and enjoy it. It's man, it makes a world of a difference. It, it so that is so nice to have. But then on the other side of that, right? Like we talked about, if you were going to to be a park heavy or park focused uh, trip, then this may not be the you know, the the resort for you. 
yeah. uh, unless you have, you know, personal transportation that you don't mind using every day to go to those parks. Uh, now, some people don't mind the drive, right? Some people will just get in their car and they just don't, they just, they'll, they'd rather they just, just deal with their own driving uh, instead of dealing with the transportation, you know, the, the <laughs> which is fair argument. <laughs> right. Yeah. Teach their own. Um, but for me, right. Like if, if you're, if you're going park heavy or park focus uh, trip, uh, then this is probably, you probably want to pay attention uh, yeah. to some other resorts. Uh, so, and that's another thing that we harp on from, t- from you know, almost every episode, you got to build your trip around where you're going to stay. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. yeah. Like last year when we stayed at Port Orleans, we knew that we were pretty much going to focus on the nightlife yeah. and we were meeting our good buddy Gil. So shout out Gil, yeah. but we were meeting Gil for lunch and he hung out for the day and actually ended up joining in on our live that we did from our room. Yeah. So Port Orleans by design was the perfect resort for us to encapsulate nightlife for, yeah. you know, our day of park free entertainment. And like Justin just said, you, you kind of build it around what you're expecting out of it. Yeah. So yeah, like, like we mentioned, this is a good resort. If you're looking for some adult fun and activities, then this is probably one of the best resorts uh, for that. Um, it's, it comes in a moderate category, so your price point is pretty good. And the, mm-hmm. the discounts here are uh, pretty good as well. Um, most of the yeah. time. So, uh, you can yeah. find a good discount. Usually, um, you know, you do have those two queen rooms here, so you're not going to have an extra large room or a fifth sleeper option. Uh, so you're just going to be that, that standard room that if you just want to sit back, uh, you know, a couple or, you know, even, even, you know, two couples can share a room and just have a, you know, have a good trip. Um, it, it would be, um, you know, it's just a very solid, solid resort. And again, because it's smaller, right. The footprint, it's so easy to, you know, leave your room and go to the lobby or go to the bar, go, you know, go to scat cats club or what have you, right. It's very easy for you to navigate the resort as a whole. So, um, so some people may not like that and some people would, would love it. So for anyone out there looking, hopefully this helps you a little bit as far as, you know, deciding on whether you should perhaps stay at French Quarter next time. So, yeah, I mean, the food alone, yeah. come and stay. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm looking forward to going back. I will yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Culinary experiences. Sorry. I was even re, re, rerouting these terms here culinary experiences. <laughs> and that, well, that's one good point to bring up lastly is, you don't have to stay at these resorts to go experience them. And we've Absolutely. said it before and we'll, we'll keep saying it, but I don't feel like a lot of people still realize that they can go experience these resorts and experience the amenities and experience the offerings like this good food that's yeah. there um, that they don't have to stay there. Right? Like you could just, for us, our normal plan is we just go park at Disney Springs and hop on the resort bus from Disney Springs and take Underrated. it over to the resort. <laughs> it's very easy to do, and you can go and it's enjoy so the, the time at the resort, right? Yeah. So uh, it's – or if you're at Springs, go ride the boat. The boat uh, <laughs> behind Ra- Ra- Rainforest Cafe. Just yeah, go It's a 15-minute it. ride. It's, it's an experience. Yeah, you get almost a, get almost a half-hour additional attraction. It is yeah, You go past Saratoga. You get to see LBV Golf Course. You might see some deer along the way. Like yeah. It's a whole experience in itself. You get to see the tree houses at Saratoga. Yep. You get to, yeah. If someone's shanking a golf ball, don't laugh. It's probably <laughs> me. Okay? <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, this is a good resort and one worth worth staying at, and at least at minimum worth visiting very soon. So, I uh, hope this helps influence you uh, at at some point to go experience what uh, what Port Orleans French Quarter has to offer. Yep, I agree. And um, like I said, I can't wait till the next time I visit because uh, I, I feel some fresh beignets calling my name. Ooh, buddy. I've got some smooth, oh. silky jazz tones that I'm ready to experience. Well, I tell you what, before um before we get out of here, you know what would pair well with a nice, fresh, hot beignet? Ooh, talk to me. Mm. A good cup of coffee. Oh, oh. <laughs> tell me, tell me that wouldn't slap. Yes, tell especially, me more. Indeed would, especially namely one that might be you know 
kind of suited towards like some some boozy influence without you having like maybe a a boozy beignet maybe you could uh have a cup of like groggy joe from our friends at expedition roasters uh it's got hints of coconut some dark rum medium roast what Mm. more could a growing boy speaking our language man you just get a hot cup of that straight black maybe just a little splash of cream in it and dip that that boozy beignet in it i tell you what too the happily never after the new orleans praline oh Uh-oh. boy come on now is a match now made in heaven come on yeah you know what you know what i think we i think we need um to make this pairing happen in real life let's do it i like it but regardless if you can't get to port orleans and experience these flavors for yourself uh, i would suggest you go to expeditionroasters.com and Load your card up with some fantastic coffee. They've got every type of roast, every type of flavor you could think of. Uh, Pop culture inspired, Disney inspired. They've got so many flavors, whether it be um, like alcohol inspired by rum or like bourbon, maybe a cinnamon roll flavor or a banana cream pie flavor. They've got it all, even just standard breakfast roast, uh, whatever you like. And uh, you want whole bean, fine grind. Uh, they got some sweet hand-thrown coffee mugs. Uh, they're handcrafted, and they look awesome. I'm kind of leaning towards getting the Jungle Cruise one myself. It looks pretty dope. It is but, awesome. Um, it is awesome. I, just whatever you do, when you load that card up, make sure you use the code off the monorails. Just our namesake, easy to remember, and that will save yourself 10% on every order in the future as long as you keep putting that code in. So. Go save yourself some money and get some of those beans. You know what else would pair and smell great with all of this New Orleans stuff? Tell me more. Tell me more. A fantastic candle, specifically the Black Flame from 1901 Candle Company. Nothing nothing caps off the night like a soothing flame with a great scent. And our friends at 1901 Candle Company can do just that. They are a small batch candle company. Locally owned here in Northeast Florida, uh, great people, and uh, they make some quality, quality candles. All three of us have uh, purchased from them and have experienced their products, and uh, gentlemen, they deliver time and time again. Yep. They don't and miss. The beautiful thing is they give us the opportunity to pass on savings to you, our listeners, with our specific code, when you go to their website at 1901candleco.com, fill up the cart, and at the end of your shopping experience, use our code off the rails 15 and save 15%. You heard that right, 15% off of your shopping cart when you check out. So load that bad boy up, and this is not just a one-time deal. Every time you go over there and check out, run our coupon code through there and get you 15% off every single time you shop. You gotta love that. So be a repeat customer. We are, we love their products. They smell great. They have options uh, that remind you of uh, Harry Potter. So for those that are into the Harry Potter stuff, they have like the butterbeer scent. I mean, come on, that's, that's signature Harry Potter stuff. And then they also have a wide variety of Disney inspired and uh, character inspired uh, sense. And let me tell you, they have like wildest ride. So if you know what we're talking about, the wildest ride in the wilderness, we're talking about big thunder mountain. It's going to remind you of some of your favorite rides and attractions. So uh, you can't forget the Dole Whip. They have a Dole Whip one as well. So go check out 1901candleco.com. Fill up your shopping cart, get you some gifts for some folks. You know, end of the year is coming up for teachers. So get your teacher a nice little parting gift as they go into their summer break and save yourself some money at checkout. Off the rails 15. And of course, we'd like to uh, remind you that we do have a Patreon uh, going on. So if you'd like to support the show and get some behind the scenes and become part of the show yourself um, and just get a little more extra access to us and our lives and just everything going on uh, when it comes to Disney and become part of our discord community, go check out our Patreon. Uh, You can find a link to that and all of our affiliates that were previously mentioned in the episode description uh, of your 
podcast platform that you are listening to the show on right now. So definitely go check all those options out and uh, find something nice for yourself. Uh, also, while you are listening to this show on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead and make sure you're following the show so that you are alerted anytime that we post new episodes. Uh, so you are the first to listen. And if you haven't already, go ahead and make sure you leave us a rating. Click those stars. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just to take a few seconds to type up a review. Let others know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think of the show. It helps us reach a larger audience, uh, which is what we're all about. We just want to become friends with everybody and help and have fun. So uh, we'd appreciate if you uh, would do that for us. And uh, just, yeah, we want to help. You know, we want other people to come and have fun with us. Yep, yep. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, having a community like that where it's a, it's a safe place to not have to worry about the the rigors and the bad energy that the internet can be sometimes, um, that makes a big difference. I can tell you that as far yeah. as growing a community. Yeah, the internet's got an internet. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people can't have nice things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, it's been fun. I love this resort. Um, I can't wait to uh, to discuss our next resort in the resort series. Again, if you haven't listened to all of the resort series or if you just like this style of content, go back in our episode catalog. And go check out any of the resort series episodes. Uh, they're a lot of fun. You get to learn a lot of things about the resorts. And if you haven't stayed at them, it's your chance and opportunity to learn a little bit more and to, again, uh, help you understand and maybe influence uh, your next trip planning decisions. So go check the, all those out. And um, yeah, I can't wait for the next one. So guys, uh, anything else before we head out of here? Nope. I think, uh, I think we made this one pretty short and sweet. Um, you know, French quarter is a pretty, pretty small area and we, uh, we was able to traverse it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. L yeah. A little bit slower, it's a little bit slower after that. Uh, yeah. lie in, in gumbo, right? Oh Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we all we all walked away from this resort with uh, great experiences, had a great time, and uh, definitely a repeat visit is uh, on the docket. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, with that being said, we'll catch you next week, everybody. Stay tuned, have fun, stay safe. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin, and I'm Ryan. And this is off the monorails. Mm -hmm.